<laughs> We're not every quite year. there yet. Every year, you do it. My scary sounds. The scary sounds. You don't have your soundboard this year. Did I have one last year? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I did. Do you remember when we got Tom York on the podcast? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> oh my god. We. Have, I, uh, that's that's so the funny. thing. I always when people are like, "You have a podcast," I'm like, "Yeah, we have fun." That's true. We have fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. How you doing? Uh, thirsty. You're thirsty. Uh, thirsty. I'm still finishing off that beer from the. Oh yeah. First episode. All right. But what 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 do you have? What well, else? Did, what a, else did I pick? I was out gonna say you? Alan picked out another one. I like the name of this one. <laughs> By trapdoor, this is Austrian Powers. <laughs> this is a Vienna. Lager. Yeah, baby. Uh, Vienna Lager. Did you see Doctor Evil on the back of it? What? No. Oh, nice. <laughs> Austrian powers. That's so funny. I have from Brewery Omigang, All Hallows Treat. Yeah, that's it really a good one. fit in the theme there. It's an imperial chocolate peanut butter stout. Yes. It's only 7.6%, though, for an imperial. Yeah, that's a, interesting. That's, yeah. But that's okay by me. I don't want to get shitty. Yeah, that's a good one. I like, um, it. I like the can on this one. It's just like this kind of illustration of a graveyard with ghosts and hands coming out of the graves. But the, but the headstones, uh, one says unfilled glass. <laughs> one says bad beer. One says empty kegs. No. <laughs> and another one says expired beer. Uh, and then the, uh, the ghosts are saying here for the booze. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the uh, zombie hands are saying so screamy, and another zombie hand is saying grains, grains. <laughs> it's so, so, uh, so, what did the egg say to the boiling water? No idea. I don't think I can get hard. I just got laid this morning. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that has nothing to do with what we were just talking about. <laughs> well, the, oh, bad the, puns. Well, bad puns and like dad jokes. I, mean, uh, I love okay. dad jokes. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway. <laughs> so we mentioned it last week, but um, this is a repeat uh, artist, and I picked it out for Kirk because he was having a real hot, well, hard time. Um, so we have talked before about doing repeat artists. Yeah, and we started to. We kind of broke the mole, the, the seal on that one. Yes, so. um, but this isn't quite, well, I guess it's still kind of in that same vein of yeah. a, 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 a Take number two. And we also mentioned recently that we need to go back and start covering, giving each other artists that we originally hated to yes, see if our opinions exactly. have changed. So this is exactly. a perfect opportunity to do that. And here's how I know it's the perfect opportunity to do that. Because I got about one track <laughs> and then two minutes into the second one before I was like, you know what would be cool? If we did another Blind Reaction episode and I did not listen to the rest of this album, it was a very light research week for me because <laughs> and I, because there was hardly any for the creep show and I didn't do any for this one so and I think that's a good thing especially for this album because it's a lot of very long songs mm-hmm. it's a it's a fairly long album and you did not really like them the first time around so sure yeah 
Anyway, who, who are we let's, let's to? start there. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're, not, we're not here to, to talk, talk, talk about, about our Aus- process. Austrian powers or our process. But, yeah. Um, I brought you, well, actually, you told me to bring you Typo Negative's Bloody Kisses. I literally have never heard this. You've never heard this? One and a two and a one, two, three, four. Hey man, there's this band I love and I know you love them too But you're just shaking your head like you haven't got a clue What are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea Start a podcast and talk about it while sipping on a beer You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Kirk almost a little late forgot. to the late to the bunch it's there. It's been a while. All right. So been a while. uh obviously we have I've been sending Alan all the kinds of uh uh creed reels from Instagram. Oh yeah, they're cracking me up. That music video With was wide open. <laughs> that uh that that music video one was hysterical. That's pretty good. As I soon saw, as yeah. as soon as it zoomed in on the guy's uh, eyeball, I, I was yep. like, "Yep, here we are." And then he's flying on himself, and then he so flies good. into his own mouth. Yes. Uh, that was pretty. You good. guys have no idea what we're talking about. That's okay. Um. All right. Do you um, want to give us a recap on who yeah. Typo Negative? Again, is? we've kind of talked. We, I mean, kind of. We we covered them in a whole episode, yeah, but just this is Cliff Notes. Yeah, this is the third their third album from. My... Was October Rust their second one or their first one? No. Oh, crap. I was going to... Uh, I got you. Keep talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, what episode was that? Uh, it was, that know, was it was pretty early on, right? Yeah. It was It was in our first year. Anyway, keep talking. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll okay. Um, so, this is uh, 1993. Um, this is last the last album with the original lineup. Mm. Um, so, the lineup for this was Pete Steele, Kenny Hickey... Josh Silver and Sal Abruscato. Uh, Abruscato. October Rust came out after this one. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah. that's what I was thinking, but I didn't want to be wrong. Especially if Joey listens to this and he's like, "You month." Well, he'll already be mad that I didn't remember it came after. Anyway, <laughs> he just, we tried really hard to get him on this one too. Yes, which would have been really fun. Well, but. we'll save him for a really special episode. <laughs> but also, yes. Oh no, he's he's in the bullpen. Yep. Um, but actually, as long as this album is. And having him on, we would have been another like hour and a half. Oh man, you yeah. know. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's probably better. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. it, it was produced by Pete Steele and Josh Silver uh, themselves. Um, again, it's going to follow kind of the same, somewhat. They they kind of uh, they got a little more. What do I want to say? Tongue in cheek on the next one where they do like the. You know, where the song just doesn't... Like, I hope you like the little joke. There. Yeah, and it, like, abruptly ends. Like, there's still definitely that typo-negative humor and, like, tongue-in-cheek type stuff on here. Yeah. But, um, uh, so there are interludes between each song. And I didn't know this. It makes sense, though. But if you put the interludes all together, it's it's just one track that they broke up and put in between. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, this is this is the album that got me into them, and I I I don't remember. I remember buying this album. I do. I just don't remember. Like I I don't know if I bought it just because I'm like, 
that looks cool or if I'd heard a song, I'm not sure. But I think I bought it around, it would have been probably 98, 99. Cause I think, I remember getting it at a pawn shop. And <laughs> so I might've just bought it. Cause I was like, I don't know. It looks like a cool metal album. I'll buy it. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember anyway. Um, so I'm going to, the first song is just, Okay, no. First okay, of all, yes, before, yes, before yes, we get yes, into yes. any, no, of, that, any yeah, of... Yep, I almost so dropped I. the ball there. Before we get into anything on this album, again, I listened to the this first track and about a minute and a half, maybe two minutes of the next one. Um, if you are sensitive to explicit things, don't, don't <laughs> listen to this episode. I'm only guessing the rest of the album kind of follows suit. Or if you're going to listen to it, make sure you're not in public. Or if you are in public, wear headphones. I would say, <laughs> I would say more this first, this, this first track is only 41 seconds long. And it's mostly just a, uh, if you want to call it, an, well, it's a track, not a song. It's definitely not, not a song. <laughs> uh, I would call it an intro to the album <laughs> if you want to go with that. Um, but yes, it is, it is, explicit sounding um so you, viewer view, or uh, listener discretion is advised you have been warned yes uh headphones would be advised uh don't be like listening to this on your computer speakers at work or something because people might think something someone so, might be calling hr yes so again you've definitely been warned yep so with that said this is your absolute last chance to turn away now. <laughs> I mean, don't. I would say don't turn away because the rest of the album is not quite as. I mean, there are definitely adult themes. I mean, tell you what, it's tell Pete Steele. Here's what I'll do. Huh. I will put the timestamp where it's okay to start listening again. Okay. In the episode description. All right. Okay. For That's those fine. of you who really are curious for, about the rest of the album, I'm just yeah. saying this because yes, again, it's going to have. Mature themes, just not quite <laughs> in your I face. Mean, as, this as yes, in, exactly as in your face as this this opening track is. Anyway, we've <laughs> gone out of our way, so here we go. We're gonna start with Machine Screw, then goes into Christian Woman. Here we go. Easy. I'll have what she's having. Before she knows not what she does. Fucking that stupid accent. She knows not what she does. I'm done. Across upon her bedroom wall From grace she will fall An image burning in her mind And between her thighs oh. <laughs> 
decided not to listen to the rest i noticed this track is like over eight minutes long it's yeah. nine minutes long 858 yeah. oh yeah yeah so, so i said uh there are a lot of really long tracks on this yeah um so kind of quite obviously this is a, a song with a lot of religious allegories yeah um apparently i saw a quote that the inspiration for the song came from a woman that pete Steele used to date or whatever that would make him dress up as a priest when they would as as a role playing yeah uh, thing so mm-hmm. yeah um, so yeah which kind of brings a whole new meaning to Corpus Christi uh, which they sing over and over again <laughs> in the song, uh, which uh, is Latin for body of Christ mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, because also part of it is I guess uh, that I'm reading here is that. Uh, his girlfriend thought it was hot that he looked like Jesus. <laughs> oh, yes. So. And he says, so actually, if we go to... Yeah, Jesus so, Christ looks, looks like, like me. me. So yeah. Like <laughs> looks like me. All right. Well, let's get on to one of their bigger hits. Uh, no, I mean, I guess so. I mean, for people that... I guess uh, uh, reading here on Genius, it earned the approval of Beavis and Butthead. Oh, that was so. in my notes, yes. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry. This, I'll let you. I'll let you. Oh, this is your album. I'm just along no, for the ride. Um, all right. So this is black number one, Little Miss Scarol. Oh, baby, really 
Rico. Um, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Yes. But because I've had some typo negative exposure yes. Yes, before going into this, you said you thought October Rust was more tongue in cheek. And maybe I need to refamiliarize myself with the album because this seems more tongue in cheek I to me. I mean, more. And, and Kirk, huh. I think I'm enjoying it more. I meant more, I think I meant more the production of the other one with where you know the songs would not end they just oh yeah just little like gimmicks little gimmicks yeah, 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 yeah this yeah, one yeah. doesn't have like those little things but the the, the lyrics maybe more oh yeah. god yeah yes, Lily yes. Munster ain't got nothing on yes. you yes okay yes you're right in that yeah, respect yeah. um I th- I think I'm enjoying this a little okay I don't know all right uh, let's uh, I mean we got that remains to be seen because we have nine more tracks to get through so. So I love this quote uh, I have from him, because uh, if you, well, I don't know, if you go back and listen to our other episode, uh, Pete Steele used to work for the New York uh, Parks Department. Oh yeah, he was a garbage man. And so he says, I was waiting in line for three hours to dump 40 cubic yards of human waste, Jesus Christ, oh my God. at the Hamilton Avenue Marine Transfer Station, and I wrote the song in my head, I'm not kidding you. And it's about the girl I fucked slashed. <laughs> and it's about the girl I fucking slashed my wrists over. She was the ultimate goth girl, and I was poking fun at her because she was in love with herself. Oh my gosh! I actually lost the original lyrics to that song, so I had to rewrite them. That's hilarious, and that makes me enjoy this song even more. <laughs> uh, someone in the comments uh, in Genius said, "This is the Bohemian Rhapsody of the goth era." <laughs> <laughs> I could I could kind of see that. Yeah, and someone said if you weren't into goth metal back in the '90s, you wouldn't have wouldn't have known who Type O was if not for this song. Such a classic. And like you said, it was Beavis and Butthead approved, which was a big deal in the '90s. Yeah, because they used to make fun of music videos all the time. Yeah, they did. And I heard I've heard before that record sales you could visibly look at. You know, they they probably weren't affected a lot. Astronomically. But no, but they were affected at least enough you could see it, you know. So that's yeah. interesting. Like after an episode aired, you would see Yes, that. they would dip or they would spike or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and this beer's really good. It's so good, yeah. That, and that's one that just gets better as it gets warm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was my second beer of the session, so it's I don't I didn't get a chance to try it when it was cold. I th- oh, there, oh, I thought there you go, about yeah. I thought about opening it in the middle of last episode just to sip, sure. sip but that's okay. No, that's this is. Uh, so I'm gonna play the next one in its because weirdly in an album with 11 minute songs, this next one is only a minute long. So, okay, yeah. So this is a quick one. This is Fay Ray, come out and play. <laughs> nice. Astros Petra, Azilagar. Astros Petra, Azilagar. Yeah, 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 yeah
I guess song is not quite the right way to put it. Uh, well, yeah. um, but um, there is a little info on this. Uh, Fay Ray was known for being the star of the 1933 version of King Kong. Of course. And featured in the 1932 film The Most Dangerous Game, which is about a man who hunts human beings on an island. Combined with the line, yum, yum, eat em up, eat em up, from the Little Rascals short, The Kid from Borneo. <laughs> Which seems <laughs> real racist, uh, just, just from those two. <laughs> right? Uh, this song is evidently trying to evoke tropes of cannibal tribes, which were popular in exploitation movies from the 70s and 80s, such as Cannibal Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Which, which they had to really prove they didn't actually kill those people, yeah, apparently. Because it's, uh, I've seen it. It's um, well done in that respect, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, it's almost like a, it's not a found foot. Well, it almost, it's almost a found footage. Hmm. Like, you know, and yeah, it's uh it's something else. I'll tell yeah. you that. Uh, kind of off the beaten yeah. path here. Uh, do you have Netflix? Yeah. Uh-huh. I just started watching that Dahmer miniseries. Yes. Oh man. I've I'm heard only like, I'm I've only heard. like three episodes in, but it's. I've heard it's fantastic. Really good. Uh-huh. That's what I've heard. Really good. Yeah. Evan, Evan Peters out. does a good job. That's the big thing I've heard is that he is like perfect. Yeah, and I was yeah. going to ask you about that because I was in Wisconsin. No, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. What was that like? Um, I remember it happening, but the the thing is, is that I live so far up north. Oh, I guess that it, it, was it was like in Milwaukee. It yeah. was so far removed. It was like mm-hmm. oh, and it was, I think for us it was kind of like was, oh, all those dang city slickers. Yeah, exactly. It's like oh, it's in the it's in Milwaukee. Yeah, okay. Yep. That makes, sounds about make, right. Sounds about yeah, right. right. Uh huh. Yeah. Exactly. Interesting. All right. Oh, oh, this next one. Oh, my God. Oh. I shouldn't look ahead at the song title, but, uh, but I did on this one. So. This is uh, Kill All the White People. <laughs> Tell us about Kill All the White People, Kirk. <laughs> so, <laughs> a parody of what the band imagined the sub- subtext of the Black Power movement to be directly directly references 1960s lingo twice at the end. It's one of the few times that Typo Negative's mockery of Republican ideology comes through. The group didn't publicly label themselves under a political affiliation. They used this to track... Oh, they used this track to dispel rumors of being neo-Nazis, which came in tracks like Der Untermensch, in which they insult welfare recipients. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> which we're actually going to talk about again, that song. 
on the next one. This uh, was a lot harder. Or not the next one, but... A lot but, harder than I was expecting it to be. So, again, another kind of tongue-in-cheek, you know, um, you know, being funny in, a, in a, dark, a dark humor way. I don't remember know. October Rust being heavy like that, like this. Yeah, this is this song itself is a little yeah with the heavy, heavy distortion, yeah. distorted vocals. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> and actually, the next song we've heard before. Yep, we have. So we, and we've discussed. Yep. But so. I'm going to give you a little new information this time. Please so, do. Yes. So we'll go to Susanna, one of our the, covers. The co- yes, and this is the cover of Summer Breeze. I do remember mentioning last time that this they originally wanted to call this song uh, was it summer uh, summer girl and they wanted to change the lyrics. The thing I didn't do last time is I found the lyrics they wanted it to be, but when they brought it to Seals and Croft to be like we're going to change the lyrics, they were like mm, we don't like we don't like it. Yeah, yeah. So here are the lyrics that. Pete Steele wanted her golden hair moving as the wind blows full moon on a Friday night little candle burning in the window lets me know everything's all right so pretty much the same there summer girl makes me feel fine always in the corner of my mind this is funny here so band member comes up in the song Kenny Hickey lying on the sidewalk devil music from the house next door so I step on over his vomit through the screen and across the floor Summer girl, make me feel fine. Always in the corner of my mind. Sweet days of summer. Her love is in bloom. July is dressed up and playing her tune. When I come home from a hard day's night and you're waiting there, I don't have a care, a care in this world. See her smile lead me to the bedroom. Fire burning and there's wine for two. Feel your legs spreading out to take me. Just wait. I just just can't wait to get inside of you. <laughs> Summer girl, make me feel fine. Always in the corner of my mind. They didn't. They didn't like that. They didn't like that. Huh, it was weird. too racy for them. <laughs> I think it was mostly that last. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, so yeah. 
Um, and I do believe, I didn't go that far, but I believe you can find, there might even be a version of that you can listen to. Uh, let me... I thought I saw something in, uh, mentioned. Yeah, so it says the when the song was released as... Oh, wait, no, hold on. Yeah, yeah. So when the song was released as a single, two new versions, which incorporate Set Me on Fire, were sent to radio stations. That's what I saw. Simply named a new version and full-length new version. In the following year, a, quote, rejected radio release version of the song appeared on releases for the single Love You to Death. And a different mix of the song done by Rick Rubin was included Mm. on the top shelf edition of Bloody Kisses in 2009. That's what I saw then. All right. And And the original version has been uploaded to YouTube. All right. Well, <laughs> I love that one. Let's uh, move on to, uh, let's see. Um, yeah, okay. So let's do, actually, let's do this one and the next one. Okay. Because uh, Dark Side of the Womb is only 28 seconds long. So uh, this, but the next one is this Set Me on Fire. So I'll just say, this is actually kind of the end of Summer Breeze. Well, there. Kind of. They go together, but... So, yeah, so Summer Breeze, you could tell they wanted to... They go into Summer Girl, which was what they wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have anything on this one. There's not, I mean, there's not even much to it, really. And then track number eight, like I said, is only 30 seconds long. And then we should take a break. And we'll take a break. Uh, so this is Dark Side of the Womb. (laughs) Okay. Thirty seconds goes by fast. So yeah, there we go. Well, we're halfway through. We're halfway through. <sighs> Great. All right, we'll take a break and come right back. Yep. See you in a bit. Bye. 
Hey, Alan. Hey, Kirk. How's it going? Oh, it's going. You know, just got here to the You Never Heard This Studios, driving, uh, you know, God, I'm like half an hour south At least, of where right? we record, and, uh, you know, I got to find something to fill that time, and sometimes I'm just not interested in music and uh, or, or a podcast. Sure. Uh, so I decide to put on a little audio book, and you'll never guess who I listen to. Who? Audible. Oh, I should have known. Know. I should have known. I use Audible too. Do you? I do. Yeah, you're you're a maintenance guy. You're probably yeah. listening to them yeah, all the and time. I can't always find time to read. So. It's true. Yeah, yeah. So Audible lets you enjoy all your audio entertainment in one place, and you will always find the best of what you love or something new to discover. Uh, they offer an incredible selection of titles across every genre, from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs. I myself have been listening to The Storyteller by Dave. Grohl. I've heard that's good. Narrated by Dave Grohl himself. That's fantastic. I'm so pissed that that guy is not only a talented drummer, guitarist, <laughs> singer, but he's also a talented writer. Um, so, you know, it includes thousands of podcasts even. Uh, we're yeah, on there. Right, yes. We are Which on is there. crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Uh-huh. Um, what, what, what do you love about Audible? Um, I've used Audible because I walk a lot mm-hmm. to stay healthy. And I, again, I can't carry a book and read it while I'm walking. So I love listening to, I've listened to It by Stephen King. Um, and I've listened Spooky. to others. Yeah, that's great. So you know, that's the thing I love about the Audible app is it makes you makes it easy for you to listen anytime, anywhere uh, while you're traveling, working out, walking, doing chores. You get to decide. Uh, so guess what, guys? You get to try Audible for free for thirty days. Heck yeah, that's awesome. No purchase necessary figure out if you like it and uh it's it's only uh 7.95 a month after that that's uh it's a pretty good deal if you ask me i think so too yeah so you know 2022 it's all about celebrating our newfound self-awareness making positive changes and audible helps make space for what matters to you it's a destination for your wellness whether you're looking to soul search be inspired work towards new goals unwind or simply be entertained and we've had time to figure out what truly makes us happy and with audible we can have more of it so if you're interested in that 30-day free trial just visit us at audibletrial.com slash neverheardpod what's that url Kurt? that's audibletrial.com slash neverheardpod get listening do it please bye Hey everybody, I'm Matt Foster. And I'm Trevor T. Trujillo. And we're the co-hosts of a podcast called The Nighthawks Podcast. You've never heard The Nighthawks? Oh, I've heard The Nighthawks. It's been brought to our attention by Kirk and Alan at the wonderful You've Never Heard This Podcast that The Nighthawks promos they run on their show are old. They're not new. They are not new. They are no spring chickens. No, they're not. They've been running a while. They've been around. That doesn't mean they're not working. I don't know what we're doing. No, no, not at all. But we certainly like to pretend. We try. If you you love movies then you'll love the nighthawks podcast it's like a book club but for movies and you can pick whether you do the homework or not it won't change our conversation a bit if you don't 
We hope that you'll join us talking about everything from Citizen Kane to Indiana Jones to Friday the 13th to Sunset Boulevard to the Bill and Ted trilogy. Aw, a little bit of everything, really. A little bit of everything. We have fun. We do. We have a good time. If we don't, they put leeches on us. So we hope that you will join us and enjoy our podcast. We can be found on just about every platform you can think of. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. Nice. You have no excuse not to find us. If you've never heard us, take this promo on You've Never Heard This as you your mission. Your call to action. Your quest. Your raison d'etre. Check out the Nighthawks podcast. Enjoy. Stumble girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kitty Hawk. Kitty Hawk. That's interesting. I never do that. Yep. Yeah. Learn something new every day, don't you? Yep. And you guys aren't going to learn it. Ha ha. You'll have no idea what information about Kitty Hawk I just learned. Welcome back. To You've Never <laughs> Welcome <heard> back. <laughs> Where you get no satisfaction. Yep. Hey, <laughs> if you guys want to tell us how much that pisses you off, <laughs> do it. Please. Email us at neverheardpod at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, Facebook and Instagram, both at neverheardpod. Hey, did that Scooter or Skyler or whatever his name is? Uh, oh, shoot. No. Um, I ran into him and we Did talked. I call him Scooter. <laughs> Scooter. <laughs> I'll call him Scooter next time. Um, we, I ran into him and we talked briefly, but um, didn't get a chance to like exchange. But I told him he could message us a, a list of bands and we would have easy. Like we'll have him on any time. So yeah, sweet. Um, I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll run into him. So I'll remind him. Cool. All right. So back into it. Um, <laughs> so this is kind of a funny one. Again, I mean, weirdly funny, but track number nine is We Hate Everyone. We just gonna listen to the whole song. Well, I just wanted to, I wanted to 
play that interlude. Oh, so I just like it. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, like we had mentioned before, they had had some controversy where they were called neo-Nazis. Right. Uh, so this is a response to various controversies and accusa- accusations the band has generated, such as from, like I mentioned, Der Untermensch. Der Untermensch. There, that's better. On their first studio album. Uh, they list perceived contradictions in the accusations, exhort the listener to examine themselves, and never directly deny anything. It's unclear how earnestly or sarcastically the chorus and song title are meant to be. So, hmm. yeah. So it's anyway. very... <laughs> I never thought I'd say this about a typo negative song, but it is timeless. It, uh, <laughs> to me, it's a little more punk-like yeah. uh, sounding. The, the the I'm talking about the lyrics though. Oh, the lyrics. Yes. It's very, no, you're, yeah. It's still very relevant. Oh my god, yes. Oh my, absolutely, <laughs> it is. It's like almost more so. Like yeah. Yeah. The left, they say I'm a fascist. The right, calling me communist. Hate, 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 hatred for all, one and all. No matter what you believe, don't believe in you, and that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Some would say that we're biased. Accusations that we are racist. Well, shit, shit, shit comes in all hues. <laughs> yes. Now this means you, because things ain't always like they seem. <laughs> yep. Interesting. Snitches will get stitches. Trolls will get 86. <laughs> that's what that reminds me of. Oh, and again, sure, yeah, I never yeah. thought that I would connect typo negative with to... Tool? Uh, uh, or no. Arno with Pussifer. Yeah. Yeah, here we are. All right, this next one. Okay. Again, this is one of those where it's like, you know, I never really did research on this. And oofta, this one got me a little bit when I read about it. So let's, uh, let's listen to the titular track, Bloody Kisses. A death in the family. not know and probably many people that were fans didn't know but 
Weirdly, this song was written about Venus, Pete Steele's cat. Hmm. Um, so, Bloody Kisses was inspired by the death of Pete Steele's cat. His quote is, No one wants to hear a guy who is six foot eight with long black hair and fangs crying about his fucking cat. <laughs> so I had to make it extremely metaphorical. I have a huge problem with abandonment and loss. So I took it very seriously. I love animals. She used to sit on my chest while I was doing bench presses. <laughs> I guess the moment I fell in love with Pete Steele. Like... That's pretty cool, to, especially to admit that, I think, as this six-foot-eight leader of a, you know, yeah. metal band, to be like, yeah, I love my cat so much that I wrote a, a literally an 11-minute song about her, so. He should have just, just been open about it being a well, cat, Well, okay, but... Maybe I, I'm just being nitpicky. This is a great, well, this is a good song, though. I see what you're saying, uh, but again, I think he was just... Worried about how the fans, I don't, you know, fuck them, right? I mean, yeah, and maybe that's how he felt afterward because, you know, he came out and admitted yeah, it. That's so true. That maybe true. afterward he's like, you know what? Actually, it's about my cat. So yeah. fuck off. Yeah. Yep. All right. This next one's interesting too. Again, I had learned. I'm glad we did this one because I've learned quite a bit. Uh, so the next one is three zero if. Not much of a song, actually. So, the title comes from... This is, this is really weird. The title comes from a license plate off the cover of Abbey Road that is 28IF. Um, and the title references 30IF. Uh, so, Pete Steele would have been 30 if he hadn't died in the motorcycle crash he was in. The thing is, he didn't die in that motorcycle crash, so it's kind of a... And he lived to be like 48 eight, or something. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just very weird. I guess it's a just kind of a, like, what if what if I had died in that motorcycle crash? So I guess I can kind of see that. It's, I kind of look at that as like, you know, I would have been 38 if I had died of my heart attack, you know? Yeah. Or I would have been, you know, 39 or, you know, whatever. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, very strange. And so the, yeah, yeah the music or whatever you want to call it, is just inspired by the, you know, sound of his motorcycle and whatever. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Oops. Oh, my God. I fucked up. Anyway. Uh, no, I didn't. All right. <laughs> Jesus. Track number 12 is from the hit movie. It's Too Late, colon, Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
So I didn't really have any info on this one, but... Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that you can um, hear it very faintly in the beginning when he's messed up the bass riff. You hear Peter Steele and Kenny Hickey. One of them says, fuck, man, you oh, yes. suck. The, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. I, fuck I, you. I did see that. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love when they leave stuff like that in. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Here we are with our Here we go. penultimate uh. track. Not that I looked ahead or anything. Nah, I think you did. You lying son of a bitch. <laughs> I swear, I've never Getting... heard this album before. You haven't? Wait, no. I haven't. Oh, okay. All right, this is Blood and Fire. Basically, me after I eat Taco I've <laughs> got some quotes here that are pretty funny. Uh, frontman Pete Steele sh- uh, said that this song has special meaning to him. Uh, the rest of the band did not like it. Uh, Kenny Hickey said, <laughs> quote, that fucking song is horrible. <laughs> Sal Abruscato said it sounds, quote, 280s. <laughs> and Josh Silver added, quote, I remember all three of us cringing when we had to play that song. The romantic stuff never did it for me. I'd rather complain about romance than try to acquire it. Acquiring romance is something that you do at a bar when you're drunk. And you're probably drunk because you can't cope with the fact that you can't acquire romance. (laughs) But acquisition to me doesn't really have a place in music. Damn. Damn. Hot hot take. Hot take. Um, I will say I disagree with them uh, because... Yes, this does have, I could, okay, an 80s sound, maybe. 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 Um, but for me, it's like, it it helps break up, because they have a very definitive sound. And to, you know, if every sound just sounded the same, it'd be boring. Yeah. And this one sounds a little, I don't know, a little more hooky. You know, the blood and fire. Well, I, like, little... I like that they're throwing the Dobro in there. Yeah. So I, no, I disagree. I think it's a fine tune. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I I mean, 
you know, I guess I'm not in the band, and I don't, you know, but... Here we are, second to last track, and I don't think I've talked too much about how you I'm really feeling, feeling about but, this album. But I, I haven't been grilling you because this is your first go-around with yeah. it, and so I'm letting you just take it in. Mm-hmm. And, and I actually wouldn't want you halfway through to, to have an, uh, a, you know, a... A formed opinion quite yet. Yeah, I'll. I'll uh, so that's why I'm kind of like just holding back. Because I'll, spe- I'll speak up after we're after we're done with the album. Okay. Uh, you just got one more, obviously, and that is "Can't Lose You." Sitar, right? There's, yeah. This this song is very sitar heavy, which is uh, an interesting choice for this band, I think. Yeah, not a, I wouldn't say a surprising choice, but uh, an interesting choice. Indeed. So very mellow closer. Yeah. Yeah. So here we are. Here we are. I'm curious, and I have actually I have some thoughts for you too, but I want to hear yours first. Typo negative. <laughs> yes. Are they my favorite band? <laughs> well, I think we've already established mm, that. No, they're not. I can't imagine. Did I enjoy October Rust? Hell no. Will I make this a repeat listen? No. <laughs> did I like it more than October Rust? I could already tell that. Yes. Yes, yes I did. Now here. Um, and here's uh, and here's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut your no. mouth. Oh, um, oh my god. All these little interjections into my final thoughts. They're my final thoughts, Kirk, wow. not yours. Man, he's salty tonight. No. Um, it was. It just seemed more self-aware than October Rust. And, and maybe if I listen back to October Rust, I will see it as well. Because I believe 
when we did that episode, you, you, I believe you mentioned, like, they know. They know they're kind of silly and ridiculous. But oh. I was, like, looking past that oh. because it seemed like they were taking themselves so seriously. Uh, now I seriously. see what you're saying. Okay. So seriously. So with this one, it's like, no, they know. Like, Sure. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, You yeah. cannot, you cannot, absolutely cannot think people will take your delivery of the line, forgive her for she knows not what she oh. does, seriously <laughs> with that heavy New Jersey accent. <laughs> and that was kind of the catalyst for me to be like, I shouldn't listen to the rest of this because it's so, I, I just, for she knows not what she does. Like, I just, like, it's so funny to me. And, and, and they have to know. Well, and that's the thing, that a lot of these lyrics, a lot of these songs are tongue-in-cheek. They yeah. are, yeah, they're definitely not like a Swedish death metal band that, you know, makes necklaces out of their, you know, band members' brain cat, you know, the, oh, sorry, that's getting really deep. Uh, I, forget, I, I forget the name of the band, but they're... They're one of their members committed suicide. Oh, and they put and, his like, and they they put the pictures of yes, yeah, so on the cover, album yeah. cover, and yeah. Anyway, so yes, they don't take themselves as serious as that. No. Um, my little caveat is I'm glad you listened to it in this way because I think your opinion would have been a little bit uh, affected by some of the song lengths. Yes. So this, absolutely. So um, uh, and, and and if I hadn't had more time to chew on it, exactly. So I mean, you've got too late. Frozen is eight minutes long. Bloody kisses is eleven. We hate everyone is seven. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Black number one is eleven minutes. Mm-hmm. Christian woman is nine. So I think having to have gone through those songs and they were that long. I don't know if I would have finished them, honestly. And, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing, too. So, yeah, thank God for this format and our brilliant idea to do these blind reactions because I might have had meaner things to say. You might have. I kind of thought that, too. Joey, I hope that's good enough for you. (laughs) Kirk Kirk didn't have to defend Typo this time, so that must be nice. And I keep thinking back on that because Joey keeps giving me so much shit. And... I just think that was so early in the podcast where... I mean, not to say that we still don't pull punches. We do. Um, we're not... We're I still, thought you said none of these songs cut abruptly. That sounded like it did. That one did. You're right. You're right. That one did. Um, yeah, we, we were definitely pulling punches a lot Being early, a little early more on. like people pleasers and like, I'm, you know, I'm going to agree with what you say just because I don't want to, you know... Rock this means the, a lot to you, so I don't want to hurt your feelings. Kind of like that kind of thing. So... Um, yeah, uh, if you had come hard at this one, I was kind of prepared to be like, you know, hey, fuck you, man. Cause this was the first one that I got into and yeah. then I, I went to the other albums after this. So yeah, this one got heavy rotation. I remember doing a lot of cruising in my car and listening to this. Yeah. Well, especially this time of year for sure. Oh shit. I have to pick one, don't I? Yeah, you do. Damn it. I wasn't paying enough attention. I'm going to make you pick it. Oh, wow. Because I would pick Summer Breeze, but that's not fair because that's not one of their songs. Yeah. And that, yeah, I get I get what you're saying. Oh, boy. Because I, 
It just, and I, and it, I it, it, you know, blind reaction for me. I don't think I deserve to pick a playlist pick, and this album means okay, so much I, I to do, you. I guess I, I get, I understand that. Yeah, this I album means so much to you that I think, I, I think it should be you. And I also don't want to pick one that's eleven minutes long for a playlist. Why not? It's a well, pretty long playlist. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Um, you know what? <laughs> a little fuck you to the band. I'm going to do Blood and Fire. Okay. So yeah. All right. Sounds good. There we are. We did another typo. We did. A spooky, kind of spooky. Spooky, yeah, spooky. Yeah. <laughs> Dark, gothic. Yeah. Gothic yeah, is the word. That'll work. Gothic is the word. We did it. All right. Have a great Halloween, Love guys. you all. It's going to be... Well, we'll be back before Halloween, right? Yeah, we will. Yeah. But we always so. do these too early. Yeah, whatever. That's all we'll right. We'll figure something else out for... I still want to do, yeah, because then it'll be really close to Halloween. maybe. Maybe we get Joey in for the album we want we to could. talk about. I'll, I'll this time he'll give he'll have more plenty like, of notice. Yes, exactly. Great. All right, love you. Bye. Bye.